Hello, and thank you again for joining us on Insane Rhetoric. Guess who's back in the news? You guessed it, Bill Cosby. He's that gift that just keeps right on giving. Come on in, take a seat, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. Hello, everybody. We just wanted to take a quick pause to let you know something you may not have known. If you are enjoying Insane Rhetoric, you can help to sustain future episodes. Go on over to anchor.fm forward slash insane dash rhetoric forward slash support and help us with any size donation. You know, we're always looking for supporters. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric and help us to continue this podcast. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. What's going on? Good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing out there in the land of insanity? How is it going? What's going on, sister? How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, good. You're just doing good. Are you doing mm-hmm. super fantastic, wonderful, wonderful? I'm doing exponentially great. I'm doing all of that. <laughs> so ain't nothing happening down in Town. I know something cracking oh. up down there. Well, it's always something cracking. I don't know. Somebody homicide, child dead. I don't know. God. <laughs> <laughs> Gun violence. <laughs> Jesus. That's what's going on down here. Hey, you couldn't have put it nicer than that. You like, well, someone lost their I didn't say that. (laughs) I probably a couple of people. I mean, if that's all that be in the news. Yes, that is true. That is true. Which is kind of crazy that that's all that's in the news ever. It's just drama cycle, I guess. I don't know. So, what we got us today? What's happening? What's yanking? What's yanking? I don't know. You don't know? I told you, I ain't really been putting the news on my. I've been. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've been just swiping the news. Are you on oh. a sabbatical? No, nah, I can't be on sabbatical. I keep coming over here. I'm prepared. I, I mean, you could be on a sabbatical from the news. I don't know how I'm going to be on a sabbatical from the news and we do this show every day. I don't know how that's going to you the one said you ain't been wiping the news. You've been swiping past the news. <laughs> 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 uh... I mean, you ain't been watching this stuff so we can be on her and talking about who 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 finna make the penitentiary list today? Or who who didn't got dragged out of another car? You know, there's a lot of dragging these days. Don't I don't know. know. I, I don't know either. But hey, tell me what 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 the hell is up with Bill Cosby? Oh and, no, he back in the news. <laughs> Yeah, that's why he back in the news? What? Why? What is he doing? He ain't doing nothing. People just putting him in the news. You know how they try to do? Try to get your money. You know what they do? So somebody apparently then came up 
Lily Lily Bernard that came up and 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 caused some more accusations. I think she's in Jersey, if I'm not mistaken, if I recall. So they have something called a look mm. back. A look back. So I guess after a certain amount of years, mm. you can look back into another case to find out if it's deemed worthy to uh to be to to be uh considered being tried. I think that's some garbage. I don't know. So I think she's trying to uh trying to uh sue him for I think it was like four point six million or something like that. So uh but she talking about she got all So you talking about okay, Lily Bernard, that's a she's an artist. Um, you talking about her? Yeah. I guess she, she was on the Cosby show? I, I guess so. She was uh I think she was the little Wait, wait, let me let me let me get it correct because I know you might say you're not supposed to say that. What do Hispanics call each other now? I said, oh, they Latinx now. Latin X. Mm-hmm. So they, they removed they the. To, are they related to Malcolm X? No, they moved the. <laughs> they removed the O and the I. So in Spanish, you have female and male. Uh, tenses of uh, tenses mm-hmm. so not always not every word but in general if the word refers to a to a woman or the female tense of a word mm-hmm. you say ah the a so mm-hmm. so you've heard people refer to women as latinas mm-hmm. okay and you've heard the whole the whole group referred to as but that would that would make it male or masculine. Mm-hmm. So the whole group would be Latino, mm-hmm. or if you're just talking about a man, you would it would be called Latino. Right. So you know. okay. So as the whole group, they don't make the difference between Latina and Latino anymore. They decided that it's Latinx. Yeah, I ain't finna say that. So, getting back to the Hispanic people, <laughs> she used to be the Hispanic lady that was on the Cosby Show that was pregnant, and as because we all know that he played a he played a doctor, uh, a woman kind of writing that he played a woman doctor. Anyway. <laughs> He plays a doctor that was very uh, successful, and she was one of his patients that actually came through. And on that show, uh, at the time, the lady was acting, and she was date, uh, married to a Hispanic man at the time, which had, uh, I think, maybe five or six kids, you know, that they were referencing on the show. And I know for a fact now this lady actually has six or seven kids i think so i mean kind of funny how things come around like this so so oh okay so she was a teacher that teacher the pregnant teacher yeah yeah she was a pregnant teacher yeah okay so okay so it's funny you said that because i think he was an obstetrician right he was he was okay you gotta follow me on this one I, I go down a rabbit hole with you. <laughs> He's an obstetrician character on the show. Mm-hmm. During a time when 
he allegedly, because it's still allegedly, y'all, because he got off the case due process. He got off. Even though we know he did it, but okay. Oh my God, here we During go. the time <laughs> when he allegedly was messing with women's things down there. See? Let me tell you something. Just like Aura. Oh. <laughs> here we go with the Aura. Just like Aura. Okay. Mm-hmm. His his art imitated life. Cause R was talking about can we get a little bump and grind? He said he was the he was the he was the pie pipe of R and B. Come on, women, follow me. Okay. He was bounce, 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 bounce. And flying away from prison, I believe I can soar. Okay. You see me running through that open door. <laughs> that prison door ain't gonna be open though, bro. <laughs> but Bill Bill Cosby had an infatuation with the women's peepees. See? 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 Life imitates art. Okay. We should have guessed. Nah, we were so caught up with Bill Cosby and him being the family man on the Huxtables. I mean, on the Cosby show. I mean, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't lean on him like that. I can't lean on him like, like okay. that. Okay. All right. So this Lily. Okay. So I'm, you know, uh, What's her name? Lily Bernard. Lily Bernard. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was like in 2017, and she was part of this exhibit, and she did this. Uh, she did this piece called "Antebellum Appropriation." Mm-hmm. And they called her. I I don't know what. It's it's, it's a. Uh, it's a it's a organization called Moad. It got something to do with the Smithsonian, like it's mm-hmm. an affiliate of the Smithsonian somehow. No, oh, okay. And they offer programs that like showcase art history and cultural richness of the African diaspora. And they celebrate, you know, the traditions, beliefs, mores, customs made by the different movements of the you know the african experience okay and so she did one called she did a a painting called antebellum appropriation and it was supposed to be it you know it was supposed to underscore or expose um you know the paradigm of the post-colonial era and the suffering and resilience of that time, mm-hmm. um, the cruelty against compassion. Um, it was supposed to kind of also underscore her heritage, which is Afro-Cuban. She's 
been in a lot of like different galleries and stuff with her artwork being shown and like i think i think they say she they call she's called was uh uh uh, what they call that Uh, independent curator okay okay and she got a black artist group movement thing she started in la she got a master's of fine arts like she's supposed to be the truth she married to a civil rights attorney uh, that's what's up well that explains why she's trying to sue him <laughs> you're married to a civil rights attorney that explains why you're trying to sue him thank you <sighs> so it. what's this thing what you talking about they got the look back, some call the look back. What you doing? Yeah, it's, it's 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 a law. It's in New Jersey. And it, it if if a case has been tried or whatever, or a situation may not have been tried. Basically, what happens is they go back and open reopen the case to see if it's deemed worthy to be uh, tried even after uh, it might have been tried in different other states. So New Jersey does that. So I, I don't know. Oh, that's probably because they don't have a... I think I remember something about they didn't have a statute of limitations on rape. Okay. So the only statute that does not run out is the the murder you can do a murder and it doesn't matter how long it's been there is no limitations on statue of uh statute no limitation on the statue of murder so and i think that goes across the board in any state of the united states so i don't know but now they're trying to now they're trying to look back at cosby after he didn't got out of jail she was probably satisfied that he was in jail but now that they proved that they screwed up and, you know, that he he didn't he didn't do it, uh, you know, like OJ, I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So uh now she probably feels quote unquote unsafe or whatever the case may be. Now you're trying to sue him, you know what I'm saying? But now I think he also has brought a countersuit against her for uh basically i think it's called defamation of character wow so i don't know well i looked it up she say okay she say she met him on the cosby show and he offered to mentor her acting career okay that's what all the rest of them say (laughs) uh so she says that she says that he looked upon her as if she were his daughter. And he have a couple of daughters. Like he had like five kids, right? Yeah, he got a plan of kids. Okay. She said that he was always emphasizing chastity was a virtue and warned her of the sexual pressures of Hollywood. Well, that's what we heard. Lisa Bonet saying, Debbie Allen, that, you know, we've heard others say that he was always, like, real clear about his so-called mores, about how young women should be perceived and seen. 
Yeah. Okay. So she she following everybody else with that one. Okay, during a mentoring session, ooh, they was at the Trump Taj Mahal suite. And she say that Cosby made her a non-alcoholic beverage. I wonder what that was. Soda, Kool-Aid. I always. We don't we don't have an age. But she say it was non-alcoholic, but after she drank it, she says she began to feel symptoms of dizziness and urge to vomit and weakness. And then she says she went in and out of consciousness, but at one point when she woke up, she found Mr. Cosby naked atop her. Those are her words, naked atop her. And she does remember telling Mr. Cosby no. And the morning after the alleged rape, she said that he handed her money and secured her transportation back to New York. So, so that sounded a lot like what uh the model Beverly uh what's her name Beverly Johnson said. Mm-hmm. That's the one Judge Joe Brown called the bimbo. He called her a broad and a bimbo. He was like. This bimbo says he walked out to her cab. Who walks somebody out to their cab after rape? That's what that's what Jesse right. Brown said. Okay. Well, he walked, he was a gentleman rapist because he walked this they all saying he walked, he gave them money and walked them out to their cab. That's 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 consensual. That's consensual. If you if you if if you were I don't have no experience in this, but my mind tells me if you were being raped, why would you want to have that rapist walk you out or make sure that you get home safely or anything of that nature? Don't make sense. It don't add up. They was at the Taj Mahal. Trump Taj Mahal Hotel. Ted Bundy was nice to get his victims in there, but then quickly after he secured a victim, he was not nice anymore. So I mean I I, I don't know. That that just don't sound sound uh, she say he threatened to sue her for defamation if she went to the police. Well he holding out on his word because he didn't come back with a countersuit. She's seeking no less than 25 million in damages. She say that she has suffered post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, nightmares, severe physical pain, and mo- multiple other permanent injuries. Yeah, I, I, I can't go with that. You know, I mean, sorry. And she said he threatened her career. Same like she got a nice career going on to me. You doing stuff with the Smithsonian, you making art, you you got a you got a husband who's a civil rights lawyer, <laughs> a civil rights lawyer. So uh, I I I I I can't go with uh I can't go with this. You know I think that's just another plot, just to say hey we want to get we want to get them any way we can. Okay, you already so- got a scape- you already got a scapegoat. Just use aura. Aura just is out there. So, you know, just pin everything on Aura. Well, 
Okay, the one thing I am gonna speak to, cause okay, y'all y'all gonna get mad at me. Y'all gonna get mad at me, everybody, but I don't care. So one thing that I do agree with in her statement is that I'm because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make light of her trauma because I know for a fact through experience that you never forget that trauma. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can I, I can still actively visualize like it was yesterday when I got raped. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember saying no. I can remember fighting. I can remember the facial expression of the person who raped me. I I can remember all of that, even just sitting here talking about it, or if it just, if something strikes the memory, like I can, I can see it. And so one thing y'all gonna, okay, so this may be a poor analogy, but to me, in my experience, it's kind of like losing a law, the death of a law of a of a loved one, the death of a loved one. So, in my experience, it's like that tragic loss was so hard. Like in my very being, all day long, every day for no less than six months. Like living it, feeling it, crying, having that for six months straight, not knowing really how to put one foot in front of the other and and take care of my daily business, wanting to cower in the corner, being ashamed, not really understanding what happened to me or why, what I did to deserve that, moving forward, trying not to think about it because I got to go to school, right? Yeah. And trying not to look a certain way because I don't want to tell it for several reasons. One, it was horrible. I feel ashamed. I feel like it was my fault. And I know who this person is and no one's going to believe that he did that to me. No one. No one. Okay. So you live that trauma no less than the six months. That type of intense trauma no less than six months. Sometimes Some women more. But then as you... And then you have those women who... They can't continue on after that. Like their life goes down. Maybe they're hospitalized in some kind of psychiatric ward or they become, you know, part of the the anti-life. I call I like to call it the anti-life, you know, where you put them in the group with the prostitutes and the, all of that. Okay. Drug addicts and all of that. Then you have 
everyone else who kind of like figures out how to get past it, either through therapy or you just kind of figure out how to how to put one foot in front of the other and do it. That's probably what happened for me because that was my dad's mantra. Look, get up, put, get up, put one foot in front of the other. So I grew up understanding you had to just put one foot in front of the other anyway. Mm. Okay, so I can see her being a 50-year-old woman and still feeling those things. And clearly she put she put it into her work. And I mean, the painting is, wow, vibrant colors. It's something that had I seen it in the museum, I would have stopped to look at, you know, and you you feel the passion of it. You feel it. Yeah, I'm looking at the painting right now, and it looks like a whole bunch of naked people all over the place. But it is a good painting. I'm not a curator. I'm not an artist like that, but it is very good. So, I, so I, I can see why she would say she still feels it. But, y'all, I need y'all to actually come with evidence. That's, He's that's, not gonna stay in the jail. That's 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 what uh, I'm saying. See, my my thing is, I I respect people who have been through real life trauma experiences of that caliber and that of, of that nature. But I also know that people's imagination can make them. <laughs> do and say certain things that probably also haven't come to pass. That's why that's why evidence is so is is so important because and practical because once you have the evidence of something, you cannot deny it. But you sat back. I don't even know if she was one of the women that was on uh the list for testifying against him that i don't know yeah she waited a while she been waiting a while to be um to have her day in court okay so but my my thing is if you if you can't if you can't prove what you say and i think that is a, a a issue dealing with time the ability to get over uh, something and then to actually execute why it has went forward. I think that's that's the problem that a lot of women have. And granted, I ain't finna say I understand because I don't. But um, when it happens, I think once you get your bearings on things, like a week two, you need to start executing your plan for filing against this person or whatever you need to let like like my co-host said make your put your foot in front of the next one so you can move on in life and you won't have a whole lot of baggage for the rest of your life because you have not been satisfied in what you need to do that that's that's the thing i think you need to get up and start working on okay i need to go get this person 
because I know it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. This person took advantage of me for whatever reason, but I need to get on this right now because if you let time go by, it's not going to help you in the long run. It took me a long time to actually, so I confronted this person, but I didn't confront them, right? Like when Mm -hmm. we got in like our 20s, I I fronted this person, but I didn't. I just Mm -hmm. said, hmm, I show hope. And and they were like, what you talking about? Eh, 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 eh. And they went on. But as we got older, there was a point where I said, I actually said it to them because they said something kind of weird to me. And I like went off and I said it. And they was like, again, what you talking about? Eh, eh, eh. But at this time, I knew they knew what they did. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I felt better because I finally said it all. You know, I didn't yeah. like piece it. Yeah, you put it all on plate. I put it out there out like that. And my relationship with this person, um, like it's okay if you don't never talk to me. I don't care. Like I actually said that to them, like, <laughs> okay, because it don't change the, you yeah. know, it don't change what's perfect in my life. I, yeah. right. Right. It's okay. Like I was but see, that's where that's where I went with it. Right. So I already have a uh, a different type of relationship with men than most women have. Because I grew up around a lot of boys. I saw a bunch of stuff and it's kind of like, uh, uh. okay, they, they being stupid, right? Right. And then I had these two cousins, one on each side of my parents' family that kind of like took me and was like, hey, you got to be like this with a dude. You got to be like that. You got to be. So, so I have a, I already have a different kind of relationship with dudes anyway. But that didn't stop me from being a girl, a woman or whatever. Right. Right. So in this experience, it made me be like, and then having my dad be the kind of person's like, get up, put one foot in front of the other. There's nothing you can't do. Just get up, put one foot in front of the other. Right. And so with that experience, Listen, don't come for me and I be saying I'm just going to go tattle or whatever, but I'm my co-host will tell you, you don't want to come for me. Like, I can give a nigga the blues. <laughs> like, for real. Like, which, which, I, which is true, but she... I, I, can go, I can go for you worse than you could go for me, and I could. But, but the fine part about it is that you, you are... I'm glad that you have uh, come to a point where you have overcome things because you could have sat under that. You know, right? I, mean? I could have sat under that. I and, I chose not to. And a lot of people, a lot of people are sitting sitting under the pressures of different things that has happened right. in the family and it happened with friends or whatever the case. But you don't have to be that way. You don't so, have to be way. And that's what my point is: is that you don't now. I had to learn not to cut all the time too. That was my symptom. Like yeah, you got you to balance. 
I had because I could go for the juggler and I had to learn not to go for the juggler because I, I gained this mistrust or distrust for the male species, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm and I actually had a distrust for pretty much everybody because here I was as a child and I couldn't tell my truth. Right. 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 So I didn't trust. I knew I couldn't trust. So I had to, that's another thing y'all. And I've said this before too. You have to actively work on those things. You can't hide them in a corner and say, Oh, that don't exist. I knew I had a problem with trust. It'll pop up and come get you. It'll pop up and come get you. So okay. I had a problem with trust. I had to actively work on that. Yeah. So, all right. Listen, we're going to come back to this because this is, I think this is something that we need to address as uh, insane rhetoric for us. We talk about a lot of stuff. We start dealing with uh, mental illness and then situations that have come down through people's life that has caused him to be certain ways. So I think we need to come back to this and revisit it. So Insane Rhetoric, we just want you to know, hey, we're here, we're on every platform. We ain't even gotta tell you the platforms we're on. Just go type in Insane Rhetoric with a K.com and you'll find us any and everywhere. So uh, one thing I am gonna say is speak to our Real Talk page. You know what it is. No time foolery. It still ain't changed. She gonna call them people. I'm gonna sit back and laugh. At midnight, 60 seconds, change will happen. You just gotta expect the change. You gotta want the change. And you gotta be the change. I think that's a shirt right there. So, <laughs> so you think about these things. Hey, do what you need to do. Get out here and get it because the world is insane and just remember to enjoy the ride which is insane rhetoric and we'll see you we out thank you for joining us today on this free fall friday we'll see you next week on rewind wednesday here at insane rhetoric remember as always to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric.